Hello and welcome back to another episode of You Want to Do What? Today we've got Abby Swindlewan and she's the head of social at Electric House. Let's jump straight in, Abby. Do you want to tell everyone a bit about what you do? Yeah, definitely. Um, So as you say, I'm the head of social at Electric House. We are a social media publishing group who own and manage um, all of the communities um, that we have within the business. Um, We currently have two social communities. Um, My main responsibilities within the business is very much overseeing um, everything to do with social. So all of our social strategies, um, speaking to the platforms on a regular basis, making sure that, you know, we're sticking to all the rules that they put in place. Um, just overseeing all the content really as well. Um, so yeah, pretty much anything social um, tends to come through me. Um, yeah. So how did you get into the world of social media then? Um, it's a bit of a uh, funny story, really. So um, I, I kind of stumbled into it. Um, so I started my career um, with an apprenticeship um, at Electric House. So my whole career has been at Electric House so far. Um, and it was around the time when I was leaving sixth form. Um, I'd actually applied to go to university and, uh, and do fashion buying. So it's a very, very different route that yeah. I was going to take. Um, but yeah, I saw the apprenticeship um, for digital marketing. Um, and decided to give it a go and then I just fell in love with it from there really um obviously grew within the business um took on a team as well which was really exciting and yeah um my love for it just grew from there this is really interesting because we've had a few people on that work in social media and I think you might be the first or one of the first to have gone in via an apprenticeship how have you found actually doing an apprenticeship in it versus I don't know because a lot of people could go to uni and study marketing and then go into these type of roles, but you've gone straight in. Do you think you've benefited from that? Um, I think it's really dependent on the person, to be honest. I've um, always found it easier being hands-on, um, you know, throughout school, throughout sixth form, etc. Like I've always found it easier to learn um, while being more hands-on with what I do. Um, so I found personally that apprenticeship worked a lot better for me in that sense um and why I decided not to take the university route you know within my kind of like next career step um but I think it really depends on you know how you learn how you take in information um but obviously a great thing about apprenticeships is getting paid on the job as well so um coming straight out of sixth form and um you know obviously going straight onto a salary um was nice at that age um so yeah as I say I think it really depends on on the person more than anything what did that sort of apprenticeship entail like obviously i assume you've got to see a little bit of all the company maybe um could you just uh maybe give us an idea of what what you the apprenticeship did compared to maybe a normal job within that role yeah no definitely um so the apprenticeship that i actually did it was quite specific to um like social media um they allowed us to kind of tailor it more to the role that I wanted to do in the area that I was going to be focusing on so a lot of what I did was centered around like social media marketing a bit of broader marketing in there as well um but it was very kind of like centered to that but I know obviously there's a lot of different apprenticeships out there that cover all sorts of different aspects of marketing so if there was something um you know, that you wanted to look at in a little bit more detail, potentially, I'm sure there's other kind of providers that would do that for you. But I was very adamant the fact that I really wanted to just kind of like hone in on the social side, because I knew that's where um, I'd be obviously spending majority of my time. 
So within social, there's quite a few different disciplines now, isn't there? You know, as the industry has grown, you can really niche down and specialize. What would you say your sort of specialism is within social or do you cover a, a general base? Yeah, so um, the main thing I'd say that I work on is publishing, um, as we kind of term it. So looking at the likes of, you know, Lab Bible, Jungle Creations, all of those, you know, big publishing agencies, um, more kind of video content based um, across obviously all of the platforms in that sense, too. But much more kind of like dealing with um, large uh, scale communities um, working with those communities to distinguish kind of like what content they want to be seeing um and you know kind of speaking to them on a regular basis as well and getting feedback etc to make sure that we're kind of giving them the entertainment and value that that they want to be seeing from kind of engaging with our content I suppose so yeah I'd say much more kind of down the publishing route entertainment route through social is what we tend to tend to focus on so what does an average day look like for somebody in your role or similar um sounds quite cliche but it definitely varies um it depends on what kind of projects we've got going on at the minute I think something that anybody within social will tell you is um it's just so fast paced um and keeping up with it is the most important thing to do um while working in social media so that's a very large portion of my role as I say kind of speaking to the platforms feeding all that information back throughout the business as well to make sure that you know all of our clients are up to date we're up to date on all of our communities as well um but yeah kind of outside of that looking at the social strategies that we have in place platform strategies making sure that we're kind of hitting all the areas that we want to hear hit and hitting all the content pillars as well that we've got in place um but it, as I say it really depends on kind of the projects we've got going on in the background as well it must be quite a uh, quite a difficult job in some aspects because you, like you say you constantly have to keep up with the changes to like algorithms what's working on certain sites and there's so many different sites now and so many different types of content how do you actually keep up with it you've said you know you talk to the actual you know uh social medias themselves but is there somewhere you go for your news or somewhere you go to learn about the industry yeah, um, there's a few places. So uh, social media geek outs are really good place to get um, kind of up to date information. Um, but the main piece of advice that I can give to anybody who's looking to keep up to date with it is just spend as much time on the platforms as you can, while obviously still saying like staying sane. Um, but that's definitely the main way I've kind of learned how to keep up to date. So all of like our scheduling, we'll try to do that through the platforms as much as possible because then that allows us to see whether any changes have happened that maybe we might have missed um, if we were scheduling through like a third party. Um, but yeah, I'd definitely say as much time on the platform and just kind of familiarising yourself as well with, um, you know, what content you're seeing, if there's any changes, you know, to trends as well. I mean, looking at TikTok, a prime example of that, literally changing every single day. Um I mean, I was looking at um, I was looking at my um, screen time actually on TikTok the other day, and I think it's averaging out around about four or five hours a day, which is extremely embarrassing, <laughs> <For me. laughs> <laughs> which is shocking. Um, but it's part and parcel of the job a lot of the time. Um, obviously, staying as I say, um, keeping yourself safe with it at the same time. Um, obviously, spending too much time on the platforms can be bad for you, but it's definitely the best way of uh, of noticing those changes. Definitely. Do you find hard it hard to switch off, Abby? You know, because we're on social media 
to relax, I guess, or that's what we do when, you know, when we've got a spare hour here or there, but you're on social media all day. So when you come home, would you want to go on social media or how do you switch off from it? Um, It's a good question. Um, To be honest, I still use it in the same way um, as kind of like that, you know, relaxation, um, watching content for my own enjoyment. Um, And I think it's something that a lot of the platforms, you know, do quite well in terms of um, like with the algorithms and, you know, targeting specific content to you that you're going to enjoy as an individual. Um, You know, the communities that we manage internally so the main one that we have on the tools it's very much construction based um and personally that's not an interest to me in my personal life um never worked in construction so that type of content's very much work i understand that community i enjoy the content that we create but it's very much work content so i do still use social personally and enjoy it but it is difficult sometimes. I think the main thing for me that I tend to, to struggle to switch off with is when looking at trends. So TikTok, for example, again, um, if you see a video on your view page, um, it's a new trend, your brain will constantly go in a okay, like, well, how can we do this for work? Like, how can we incorporate this trend um, within our communities? So I'd say that's the main thing that I struggle to switch off with, but definitely still love using social for personal use. What do you think are some uh, key personality traits for someone in this uh, industry? I think willingness to consistently learn is really, really important. Um, As I say, it's changing all of the time. So you're constantly having to take on new information, shift your approach to make sure, you know, that you're still kind of one step ahead when it comes to, you know, the platforms and their changes. Um, So definitely willingness to learn. Um, And, you know, this kind of goes for any job, but I think a positive outlook as well. Um, You know, it is an extremely fun industry to work in. Um, But yeah, I think uh, just having a positive outlook with it is definitely important too. So if anyone is listening to this and they're thinking, you know, I'd actually really like a career in social media. Is there anything they can do to stand out? You know, if there was any roles at your company, say, what would be something you go, oh, actually, you know, we really want this person to come in because they've done X, Y and Z. Is it a case of maybe portfolios or maybe having a little account they've started or something like that? Yeah, definitely. I personally really like it um, when people do have their own accounts. Obviously, it's not essential um i know not everybody's comfortable kind of creating and distributing content on their own socials but um we've had a few um, like content creators work for us um and they just have that understanding then like of the platforms already and what content works like what's important um and again i think it just kind of goes back to you know that that positive outlook that passion I suppose for social media like if you're already doing that in your spare time no matter what account so like your account size is if you're already creating that content for fun and um, because you enjoy it um it's just it's it's a tick for me definitely and then what's been the biggest opportunity or the biggest positive you've had working in social media so far um, to be honest, I think it's the um, the opportunity to spark really important conversations. So with on the tools in particular, um, mental health within the construction industry is something that just isn't talked about enough. It's quite a, a macho environment. Um, it's definitely not a conversation that's had enough 
among the community. So it's something that we're really trying to spark and, you know, consistently spark. Um, and we've done a couple of um, couple of pieces of content around kind of like suicide prevention. Um, and after distributing that content, we've actually had people message saying like, thank you so much. Like, you don't realise how much this has helped me. And then kind of in the comments of those posts as well, like sharing their own stories and, you know, having so much kind of like positive response to people sharing their stories as well. It's just it's really, really nice to see. And and kind of feel as if you're making some form of a difference by just simply starting that conversation such a small thing to do um but yeah there's there's a lot of room to spread a lot of like positive I suppose messaging on there and and start these conversations that might not be happening yeah that's quite good because you probably wouldn't have expected to be able to maybe help people in that way particularly getting into social media but on the flip side of this what would be some of the uh, negative or less favorable aspects you've found with the industry so far yeah um I suppose the opposite to that people can be quite brutal on social media um you know there a lot of people tend to be quite opinionated on social I'm sure we're all aware of that and <laughs> we are <many> <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I definitely say that's that's probably one of the only downfalls in my opinion is is how brutal some people can be but um it's difficult isn't it like trying to kind of like block it out is one thing but one thing that we try to do internally is is just take that feedback and just try and learn from it as much as possible but yeah as I'm sure you're aware some some people's feedback isn't exactly uh constructive <laughs> uh, yeah exactly but if somebody's in social media right now and they're thinking you know how do I progress in this industry have you got any advice for people in in that position um yeah I think again I know I keep coming back to it but just being on it with with changes is definitely the most important thing and just showcasing the fact that you're on it as well um it's a very very creative industry um so even if it just comes down to you know trends kind of being the first person to to bring that to the rest of the team like I've seen this trend it's come around in the past couple of days I think we should do x y and z um I think if you're kind of like the first person to do it it definitely puts you in a positive position then um so yeah, I'd say that's probably like the most most important thing from from my aspect anyway. And what would be something that maybe you wish you had a skill maybe you developed before getting into this? Uh, maybe something that you uh, never expected to be as useful maybe as you fir- first thought. It's a good question. Um, I'd say broader marketing, to be honest. I know when I'd kind of started my apprenticeship, I was very much um, focused on social media because that's the area that I was going into and the area that I was interested in. Um, but as kind of my role is is growing, the team's growing, we're bringing in all these amazing people with heaps of experience. Um, I'm starting to learn off all of these individuals now and it's great to, to be able to do that. Um, so, yeah, kind of expanding my knowledge just in kind of broader marketing and opening my outlook a little bit and seeing how I can take all that knowledge and then apply that within social as well um, is definitely something that, that I'd, I'd, I think I'd wish I'd knew a little bit sooner, but I'm glad the fact that I've got the opportunity to expand that skill set. What's something that's probably not in your job description, but you have to deal with anyway that you weren't expecting? Oh, that's a really good question. What? So you've you've stumped me on that one. <laughs> you stumped me on that one. Um, I'd say 
probably the commercial aspect. So I'm working quite closely at the minute, um, looking at ways we can be bringing in like new revenue streams to the business, be making more money through social, opening up new opportunities potentially that we haven't thought about before. Um, so I'm starting to have to think with more of like a commercial brain, which is something that I haven't really had to do before. Um, it's exciting um, and I'm really, really enjoying it and I can't wait to kind of get stuck into it even more. Um, but it's, yeah, something that's probably not on my job spec um, or hasn't been on my job spec previously anyway that I wouldn't have thought that I would have been doing, but I'm, I'm glad the fact that I've got the opportunity to do it, if that makes sense. And what does the next sort of five to 10 years look like in social media? If, you know, you could give a rough overview, it's it's obviously a growing industry. Do you think that's going to continue? And do you think people's skill sets will continue to niche down as roles become ever more broken down as the industry grows? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the next big thing is obviously the metaverse, which... Um, is, is insane to even think about but I'm super excited to obviously see how that all unfolds and like how mm. we can get involved with that I mean we're already doing a little bit of work at the minute project wise um kind of looking into the metaverse and how we can be using it so over the next kind of like five ten years I think that's definitely gonna gonna take priority um but yeah as you say kind of like becoming even more niche within that sector as well um it will be really interesting to see I think five, 10 years within socials, just, you just can't even imagine what the space is going to look like at that point, can you? It's just absolutely insane, like the way it all changes and how quickly it all changes. But yeah, as always, super excited to kind of like see what happens with, you know, with Meta and kind of like the next steps in in their their journey anyway. You mentioned earlier about um, leading a, a team and having a, a team under you. What's it like growing into that sort of position? Obviously coming in as an apprenticeship and working through those ranks. Um, What's it like that sort of growth to then manage a team? Yeah, I think at first it's quite it's quite daunting. Um, but I've always been really, really fortunate with with everybody that I've managed. Um, they're all just super lovely people, um, which you know obviously helps being in that position. I personally love management. Um, I love, you know, watching you know, a team grow and develop and you know, people progress through the business, like it's just it's great to see um you know I just love that kind of like side um of the role um but yeah as I say it's quite daunting especially when you go into it at such a young age because I think I first took over um management when I think I just turned 19 so was quite young but yeah I just kind of grabbed the opportunity with both hands and, and just ran with it really and and loved it and uh would you still go into this industry knowing everything you know now yeah, definitely. I love it. Um, it is great. And, you know, as I say, like, I, I definitely recommend anybody who's thinking about kind of jumping into a career in social to, to just to, to go for it. Um, yeah, 100 percent. No doubt about it. Well, thank you so much for your time, Abby. It's been a pleasure to chat with you. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Abby. Um, where can people find you and uh, maybe what you're up to? Yeah, um, LinkedIn mainly. Um, yeah, you can probably find me on LinkedIn the easiest. Brilliant. Thank you, Abby. Perfect. Thanks.